The real estate world is changing. Opportunity is everywhere. It has never been so easy to connect, share, and bring people together. We're learning from others and finding the very best in ourselves. Challenging our beliefs, overcoming our fears, transforming ourselves so we can transform our business. This is Investor Creator. Hey guys, good morning. The reason I say it's good morning, uh, it is about, let's see here, 2.58 in the morning. I'm down in the panhandle of Florida and my wife's birthday is coming up this week. So we decided to take a little trip and this is what happens with insomnia. So uh, it's 2.58 in the morning. I decided, hey, a little bit hungry. Let's go get some Waffle House. And so uh, they were closed because of all this labor shortage nonsense. And so I'm headed back to the hotel. Uh, but I, I did have this thought and it's something that I wanted to share with you guys. So I want to talk about the biggest problems that I see in the business. And this may get a little bit long winded. I'll, I'll try to make it somewhat short if I can. But I mean, here's the thing. And so let's just kind of take it to more of a bird's eye view about just general business. So you have different kinds of businesses. You have service businesses and manufacturing and retail and products, you know, all the, these kinds of businesses. And everyone has its own strength. So if you have a service-based business, it could be like really low startup cost. You have a little bit of expertise in an area or you have a learned skill. And so that's the route that you go. And that's fun right? If you have a manufacturing business, that means that you generally have capital or you have the ability to raise capital and you're really, really good at systems and creating or capturing uh, human resources. And so everybody kind of has their own strength. And I think that every business model has its own weakness. Okay. So let, let me just preface everything by saying that whenever I'm talking about what I'm going to be talking about today, it, it's in relation to the real estate investing business, right? So here's the thing. One of the biggest problems that I see is this wrong idea of allocation of resources. And so let me just kind of dive into that. And I've talked about this a little bit, but I just want to dive into it in terms of basically comparing what we do in real estate investing to a McDonald's franchise, because everybody is familiar with McDonald's and everybody understands that McDonald's make money and they've, that they've been a, a successful business, right? I think we can all pretty much agree on that. So Take our business compared to a McDonald's. So if, if I wanted to open up a, a McDonald's, and I, this is never going to happen because I don't even eat there. I, I, I don't know. Did you guys ever see that Facebook meme of like the chicken nugget paste? Uh, no, thanks. No, thanks. Anyway, so everybody's familiar with the McDonald's. Let's say Brad wants to open up a McDonald's and, he, he, I, and I go into due diligence to see what it's going to take to do this. And, and this is what I find out is that basically for me to do this, I'm going to have to spend half a million dollars on a lot. I'm going to have to then apply to Hamburger University and go and get trained on how to create the perfect, and I say perfect almost begrudgingly, hamburger. And I'm going to have to get construction plans and site plans for construction, go through zoning, planning department, go through construction. So by the time that I'm even to the point of selling my first hamburger, and I don't know what a hamburger is now, but when I was a kid, they were 29 cents. I'm sure with uh, the consumer price index going up that it's it's significantly higher now. But let, let's say it's a dollar or two dollars. But by the time I'm able to sell that first hamburger, guys, I'm three years and three million dollars in. So 
a lot of real estate investors that I, I see that are sold the dream of this business without understanding that there's a certain amount of work that comes with it, they want the income from that McDonald's franchise without putting in the resources. And so this is in a big way kind of a, a study of different types of business models. One of the best things about real estate is we can buy very high value items with a significant discount with very easy financing terms, almost always in that kind of a scenario with built-in financing from my seller. Okay, so let me go through a deal just kind of, kind of to showcase this that came in today from Chicago. And it's kind of interesting. So it looks like the value is about 425,000. This lady owes 317,000. We're gonna take over the loan at 300,000. And you may say, well, Brad, you just said that she owes 317,000. Well, I appreciate you paying close attention. Uh, she's gonna cut us a $17,000 check to take the house, okay? This is what I mean. It's like we have a high cost item of roughly $425,000 that we bought at a significant discount, probably 25-ish percent off, and with very easy financing terms on this deal that, I mean, we're, we're, we're going to have like $0 in the deal. In fact, we're going to have like negative money in the deal, right? Like she's going to pay us to take it. And so this is what can happen, okay? So don't think that whenever I'm talking about the McDonald's franchise in terms of a, a net profit number compared to the real estate investor, that it has to be really apples to apples. And, and in fact, it would be terrible if it was so. And what I mean by that is if I spent three years and $3 million to create half a million dollars a year, that would be a total failure, okay? Most people that I know that make half a million dollars a year, they're doing you know it in one to two years if they're serious, a little bit faster maybe, and they have a little bit of money for marketing. But they're really driving and determined to go out there and find the deals because, I mean, let, let's face it, I mean, half a million dollars a year, we're probably talking like eight, nine transactions a year. It's just not that many. I mean, you can do one deal a month in the right way. I'm not talking about wholesaling, but we can do one deal per month in the right way and create that kind of an income, okay? But let's say we take John Smith, who is looking at this and he wants to create half a million dollars a year in his real estate business. What resources is he going to have to put up to create the same amount of income that that McDonald's franchise is going to do? So again, half a million dollars a year, We've kind of talked about the deal flow. What's it going to take? Well, what I want to submit to you today is that it's going to take something, okay? It's not going to take nothing. And I think that people are sold the dream of, hey, I'm going to print some uh, business cards for free from Vistaprint, and I'm going to tell everybody that I'm a real estate investor with three Facebook posts, and deals are going to practically tackle me as I go to my mailbox from the front door. And I, I just want you to know that that's not real. Okay. It certainly was more real. I would say in 2010 when I started, because you would have people pitching the keys to you whenever you visited the house for the first time. But in today's hot sellers market, I mean, the difficult thing that I find for real estate investors is finding deals. And I would submit to you that that's a very easily solved problem. It, it just takes marketing, right? So we have to do things in a certain way to have motivated sellers call us. And there's more motivation now than there was or has been in the past year and a half. Okay, this deal that I just kind of outlined in Chicago 
uh, is a pretty good example of that. So we're seeing more financial motivation. And for the first time in a year and a half, we're seeing financial motivation. Uh, I think we've had three or four hundred K net deals pre foreclosure that have come in in the past 30 days, 30 to 40 days, something like that. Uh, right now it's the end of August. So, you know, but this is one of the major problems that I see is there is no real commitment to the business. There's no real idea or understanding that it's going to take resources to create half a million dollars a year. And it's never going to happen with wholesaling. Like I, I never is a big word, but I mean, I have friends that do two, 300 wholesales a year. They don't make half a million dollars. Okay. By the time that they take all their expenses off, they have staff, they have overhead, those kinds of things. They, they just, it's just not there. Okay. It's really, really tough to scale that model. And that's a, that's what I'm saying. Like that's a flawed model. Like it's kind of like trying to scale a landscaping business. Like, can you do it? Maybe, but it's going to be a, an uphill pushing the snowball sort of affair. And I don't wish that on anybody. Okay. So big problem number one that I see in people's real estate business, not understanding it's going to take some resources, doesn't have to take a lot of cash, but it does have to take a lot of grit and determination. So actually me and Raphael were having this conversation just a few days ago uh, over email because he, he sent me a message. He had a deal go kind of wonky. And uh, he sent me a message and said, man, you know, I, I used to think that everybody can do this business. Now, I just don't think so. And I, I agree with what he's saying, okay, because he was in a position of, uh, of uncertainty and everybody has their own threshold of how much uncertainty that they can, that they can hold. And what I've found for me is that my level for uncertainty needs to go down over time. So like I can handle less uncertainty now at 35 than I could when I was 25. And that may be kind of true to everybody. I'm not sure. But looking back on what he said, I, I agree with it and I disagree at the same time. And so what I told him is like, I, I do think that anybody of average intelligence can do this, but they have to have above average grit, determination and drive to see it through. That's where people fall. Okay. It's not because, oh, I don't have enough money or I don't have enough time or, or those kinds of things. The, those are symptoms of the problem which is you don't have the drive, the grit, and determination to get through the problems, okay? I've seen people from all works of walks of life create a successful real estate investing business if they get the tools, they get the knowledge, they get the resources, and they take that and put it towards their business. And over time, a good plan executed well over time will always be a success. I mean, like, that, that's, just, that's just it. Uh, seen it many, many, many times. Uh, it reminds me of a story, actually. I, I, one of my first apprentices was actually my sister, Stephanie. And after she had created a, a pretty decent income within six-ish months, we did a, a case study video. And on this case study video, she made, I think, around $300,000. Maybe it was three hundred fifty. dollars I think it was actually three fifty. And we sat down, we talked about the deals and, and went through everything. And, you know, so we posted that online and it was a lot of fun for me to do, and, and we got a really great reception from that because people people saw that the story was real. You know, she was a, a registered nurse working nights and uh, had her first child. She didn't want to go back to work and, and miss family time, and her, her child was sick uh, for, you know, a few months after he was born. And um, so she, she had a big why, and people felt that. Well, I had a guy reach out and... In my phone call with him, it was really an, an amazing thing because he told me everything that should have made him successful. Uh, he said, well, you know, Brad, I've, I've got some time, you know, I've, I've got 
uh, some cash. I have about 200,000 in cash I can put towards a business and you know, which is like, okay, that's crazy more than enough. And you know, just all of these things, you know, he, he was, he, he liked his job. It was okay. He, but he didn't hate it. And, you know, but he had some time and some resources. And so when it got to the end of it, he started telling me all the reasons why he couldn't be successful. It's like, well, you know, what roadblocks are you, do you feel are keeping you from getting to this goal? He said, well, I only have $200,000 in cash. And I'm like, wait a minute. You just saw a case study where this girl had like 10 grand <laughs> and she created this. And that's what you're trying to create for yourself. And you have like 20 times the amount of cash that this girl had. You know, what it came down to is the mindset was broken. The mindset was broken. And so if we have a broken mindset, it doesn't matter what information that we have. There's far more going for you and going against you within your ears, between your ears, than anything external. You know, and I've seen that many times. People will get bad news and find the, the silver, silver lining in it. And I try to do that myself. I find it's, it's I think, more of a difficult point for me than for some other people. So, like, today I was in traffic and I was like, I got caught by every red light three times in a row as I was trying to leave town to come down to Florida. And I'm like, huh, maybe I should be thankful that my city has so much growth that we have all these traffic lights. Like that's the best that I could do. So realize nobody's perfect, least of all me. And so when I'm talking about some of these things, it's like sometimes I can see where people struggle because it's where I struggle. But guys, if we don't have the grit, determination and drive to see this through, it doesn't matter what resources you have, you have to be committed to the business. And so that's the real litmus test for me. If you have a committed person, somebody that's serious, it doesn't really matter where they start from, okay? With a good model, we can create what we need to create without spending three years and $3 million to start selling hamburgers. You know, we can do these things a heck of a lot faster and a heck of a lot, in my opinion, with much, much less risk, uh, especially with the deals that we're seeing. So anyway, that is about my 20-minute 3 a.m. rant. It's currently 3.12. Uh, I'm going to try to get some sleep. Probably not going to happen. I may just, uh, I've been up since about 1.30. I may just uh, say this is this is the starting point of the day, which is good. I can go for a run. All right, you guys take it easy. If you need anything, reach out, brad at bradsmotherman.com. We'll see you next time.